Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Today's episode of the Believe in Steelers show brought to you by betonline.ag. They'll take care of your gambling and sports needs this winter season. If you want to head to betonline.ag today, use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. BetOnline, where the game starts Joined, as always, by my guy, two-time Super Bowl champion, 12-year veteran of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and a scout for the Steelers, Ike Taylor. IT recording this Tuesday morning, Monday night football, Buffalo Bills safety, DeMar Hamlin in critical condition after suffering cardiac arrest. Right off the top, I wanted to get into your perspective. You've seen a lot in your 12 years in the league, and we'll go from there. I'm going to have a very open-ended conversation here this morning. You know, as 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 much as we think we're, or as much as we want to be, uh, superhuman, macho, tough guy, um, getting immune to pain, um, playing this sports or playing this sport, football, with the aggression of the intent to hurt another grown man. And to see DeMar Hamlin, born in McKeesport, Pittsburgh raised. And I think a couple of weeks ago, he said, man, I'm always root for the Steelers unless, unless we play them. Going to the University of Pittsburgh, getting drafted in the sixth round, and of late, I think the last 11 to 12 games, doing something he always wanted to do, and that was, that was to play and start in a professional NFL. To see this young man go down like that, um, to see how he made the tackle, stood up, and then collapsed. Uh, in the football world, it just took air out the balloon for everybody. Mm-hmm. But to see I knew it was serious when the other team, when Cincinnati came over. Mm-hmm. And once I saw Cincinnati come over, once you see your favorite football player 
once you see the Josh Allens, the Whites, the Jamars, the Higgins, the Boyds, once you see those guys tear up, you knew it was serious. So this is something that is new to the whole football world. But for the football players, and we like to call it a brotherhood because there's only a few, of us, a few of us in the world who are fortunate and blessed to play this sport. But to see them get down and pray and rally around Darman, um, they say a picture, a picture is worth a thousand words. To see Trayvon Diggs go straight to the locker room, throw his, throw his clothes on, go straight to the hospital, that's brotherhood. To see a head coach with the magnitude of the game between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills, both agree this is bigger than football, that's brotherhood. To see grown men cry. I think the world got this all, man. We we just as human as anybody else. And it just you can't you can't prepare yourself for this. Football world didn't prepare themselves for this former players and active players didn't prepare themselves for this. And it, it, it touches it touches everybody's heart because now you just got the world, professional world of sports, just tweeting and reading about and seeing what happened to DeMar. So this, this, was, this was very serious. Prayers go out to the Buffalo Bills, the Martin family. But um, he's back now. And just in my mind, for me to them, um, you as well, the Believe in Podcast family, I wish nothing but prayers, angels, flying and being all around Damar and his family right now for him to get back into the condition that we would like to see him be. But yesterday was a, yesterday was a first for everybody. The first person I called was um, Ryan Clark. And the reason why I called RC was, RC was in one of these conditions himself as a teammate and all you can be all you can do for a teammate is to be there so ike let me interrupt you really quickly here are you talking about when the steelers decided to hold ryan clark out of the january 2012 playoff game against the denver broncos correct okay yeah. rc uh rc called a condition um I mean, Angels, Angels was around RC to where he didn't leave leave us that day. I wound up making it back to Pittsburgh, found out what his condition was. I um, sat in the hospital uh, for a week or two. And 
as a as a brother because we're from the same state, not too far down from where I'm from. As a brother, because I know exactly what RC had put on the line. Um, all you can give back is time, and mm-hmm. and it and it was it was life threatening for RC as well. So, yeah, let me hop in, Ike, just to give more context while you gather your thoughts about RC. I thought he did a tremendous job on Sports Center last night. So. This is in October of 2007. That marked the last time Ryan Clark played in Denver, and it cost him two organs. And it was because of a sickle cell trait, causes a blood reaction when you exert yourself at a high altitude. So he lost two organs, and the debate was in a playoff game in January 2012, should he play or not? Should he risk that considering that trait that he has. So I'm sorry. I just want to make sure our listeners and viewers understand the context because um, it involves a few different years. The last time he had played was 2007 and then 2012, he's debating, should I risk my life to do that? And ultimately it was coach Mike Tomlin who said, you know, if this was my son, I would not allow him to play. And he decided to sit out that playoff game against the Broncos. Yeah, this I've I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand with my with my teammate. I've never seen cardiac arrest firsthand on the field. Um, but yeah, this when when those things happen to a teammate, you ain't thinking about football. Like practice wasn't practice. It's uh, it you want to fast forward practice or meetings or whatever you're doing to get to the hospital your teammate is at. Because all you want to do is be there and be around your teammate. And fortunately, we all see what RC is doing um, now. And the same thing with DeMar. Um, by the grace of God, uh, he, he, will, he will be back. It's just this is the first time I've seen the football world seen this series, this magnitude of an injury happen. And it's tough because my son play. So the first thing I thought about uh, was my son playing this sport, same position. And just to put things in perspective, you know, we 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 are probably the lightest guys on the field, and we have to hit the heaviest guys, the most athletic guys, the toughest guys in the world when it comes down to football. But we're always talking about put your body, put your life on the line. But last night that that was a reality. You know, put your body, put your life on the line for us is playing with injuries, playing with a broken arm, playing with broken fingers, something I did. But last night um, it got to that point where DeMar Hamlin, life was on the line. So it shocked me. Um, it shocked the world, and you just you you don't. I think we take too much for granted. But for Demar Hamlin, uh, and you know Pittsburgh is just a part of me. Mm-hmm. So Demar, born and raised Pittsburgh, went to the school of University of Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and finally getting finally 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 getting his opportunity. Um, it's 32 teams in the league. 
let's say a team might carry five or six DBs, period. Just DBs secondary, they might carry 10. So it's only a few of us in the world who are able, who are blessed to play this sport. But to see the young man go down like that, that, that was just that was just that was just tough to see. So, you know, you just always on your phone because you always want to update. You just reaching out to everybody because you always want to update. Um, you want to be as caring as you can, because regardless if I didn't grow up with Demar, uh, he's still part of their brotherhood. Um, their brotherhood is playing cornerback in the NFL. Their brotherhood is the last line of defense. Um, a defense alignment can mess up. He got a linebacker to back him up. A linebacker can mess up. He got a secondary guy to mess him up, uh, back him up. But a secondary got us in the backfield. Um, we don't have the opportunity because touchdowns get scored, highlights get shown. But it's 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 tough playing that cornerback in safety position. It's tough, but to see Demar. And the effort you got to put in week in, week out, off season, um, you're betting on yourself because a lot of people are going to tell you it's a small percent percentage that's able to get in the NFL. Um, over 170 some thousand kids between Division One and Three play football. Only 250 some get drafted. You narrow that down to just your position, probably. 24 between 20, 18 to 24 kids get drafted as a secondary guy. That's that's small out of 179,000. So you're one of the best in the world. And to see one of the best in the world go down after we might think a routine hit and collapse and expect for him to get up and they have to do CPR for nine minutes, call mom, make sure she come to the ambulance to check on the baby. Um, I always said as a father, uh, you always want your kid to bury you. So, I mean, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. But yeah, Ike, I saw the pregame video where he was congratulating his family, his mom right. included. It's a great video before right. the game. And this is a player who's getting his opportunity that you mentioned, filling in for injured star safety, Micah Hyde, who's been out with a neck injury since week two. So this was his opportunity. And this was a player mentioning the Pittsburgh connection out of McKee's Rocks, Pennsylvania. He chose to play at Pitt over Ohio State and Penn State. And he was a three-year starter there. And I found this quote online talking about why he chose Pittsburgh specifically because he had other opportunities to go to more established programs. And he said, and this is a direct quote from him. He said, I had a little brother that was two years old at the time. I wanted him to grow up with a role model in his life and to give him someone to be able to model himself after. This is a player who had a toy drive and was simply trying to raise $2,500 around this time of year, this holiday season. Well, that number now has surpassed $3 million because of the impact that this had last night. I was watching this game. I had a neighbor over and we were going to watch Monday night football and catch up about how the uh, 
holiday season was going and all of a sudden it was like, okay, the game is delayed. And then I've never seen a game other than for weather tossed back to the studio before halftime in my history of watching sports, not just football. And I immediately called the news station, Ike, because I told the producer who's working the night side shift, I'm like, this is quickly going to evolve beyond just a sports conversation and a football conversation. This this was information and news and a story that had such reach. It led our 10 o'clock newscast last Ike, uh, last night, Ike. And um, I just hope I, I hope he's OK. Um I've never seen a player leave the field where you didn't know. Usually it's like they're stabilized and put on a stretcher and you give the thumbs up. And you mentioned the visible reaction to Ike. Um, You know, I I don't want to compare this too much to other circumstances because they're all different. But, you know, you mentioned the the visible weeping and the imagery of that and how powerful that was on both – both players, both uh, both teams from included players with that. Um, I, I kind of likened it to several years ago on Monday Night Football with when Ryan Shazier had his spinal cord injury, and you read his book Walking Miracle, like in talking about Vince Williams, one of the toughest players on the team, openly weeping. That's what that reminded me of seeing that last night, and when it was the uncertainty of we don't know what his status is going to be the decision not to continue the game clearly was the, the right one and the correct one the third the third person i called was my equipment guys and the reason why i call my equipment guys is because they're gonna know before anybody else what's going on because they got to get the equipment and they got to move on and they got to get stuff packed and ready for away games and I called one of my equipment guys and I say, bro, is it that bad? He said, bro, is that bad? And that's 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 when it that's that's when it hit me. Now, in a matter of you know, five minutes after this, after he collapsed, that's when I got to call it um RC and my equipment guy, because um I knew the equipment guys would know before anybody else how serious this incident is. Um, I call RC first because RC have been through this situation. Um, I call RC first because RC, him and I understand um, a different, a different. We talk at a different language uh, when it comes down to perspective wise. We're on the same page. We just talk in two different forms. But uh, but yeah, Demar, um, yeah, Lee. Uh, to leave and come back says a lot about how much of a fighter he is. And obviously, and obviously to, to pick pit over big power five schools, the Ohio States, the Penn States. And the reason why you mentioned for him to say, you know what, I got a two-year-old brother. I want to be a role model. That's just showing you the kind of person DeMar Hamlin is. Um, he's always thinking about somebody else other than himself. And right now, uh, he got the whole world reciprocating 
um, just off of the human being he he has been throughout his whole life at 24 years old. He got all us thinking about him instead of ourselves. Ike, I wanted to ask you this question. What do you think is going through T. Higgins' head in the sense that he was the last player to make physical contact on the field with DeMar Hamlin? Uh, Really, not only even T. Higgins, everybody who was out there on that field. What the hell I can do to help? That I'm just my personal opinion. That's what all them boys thinking. From a Cincinnati standpoint to a Buffalo Bills standpoint, obviously. What the hell I can do to help the Mar Hamlin situation? Yeah, absolutely. And they were showed T. Higgins was shown coming out of the locker room, hugging his mom as well. Obviously, emotions running high. We mentioned Hamlin's charitable efforts. Another thing I would mention, Ike, for any young parents out there, have a conversation with your coach of, do you have an AED machine? You know, what's protocol if something like that were to happen at a youth in a younger level, whether it's high school, whether it's college? There's only so much that you can do with what is a collision sport and what's usually maybe a broken bone or a ligament tear. When someone stops breathing and they had to administer CPR, it's a whole nother level because you need oxygen to breathe. Like, and that we're neither of us are doctors, but it's it's at a, a heightened level compared to you know you can have surgery to repair broken bones and whatnot. I mean, I, I broke damn all my fingers, broke both my ankles, broke my arm. That was my, that was my most serious injury, my arm, two plates and fifteen screws still sitting in there. But um, he had to get, DeMar had to get help on life. To, to be breathless and to have to have some assistance on life, that's serious. And that's something we've never seen on the football field at a professional level, me let alone any level, for a young, for a young man to, to need assistance or help on life. Is there anything else that you'd want to mention in terms of what happened last night? We're recording this 1030 Eastern time, the morning after uh, Jamar Hamlin got taken to the hospital after collapsing on the field. He remains in critical condition in the hospital. Is there anything else that you think it's important our listeners and viewers know, given what happened on Monday Night Football? No, I just prayers to Jamar and his family. For me, he family, just coming from the four one two, and that's Pittsburgh area code. So I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see what I can do. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna see what I can do. But just send out prayers to the family. Hey, please keep me posted in what you find out, given your connections to the Pittsburgh area and throughout the league, and would love to be able to share that with the listeners and viewers of the Believe in Steelers show. I'll go ahead and sign off for the both of us here. For Ike Taylor, I'm Mark Bergen. Thanks so much for taking the time to watch. Ike and I will be back later this week to preview Steelers and Browns Week 18. We're going to see how the league moves forward with this, kind of in uncharted territory. But we'll be back later this week talking about football. And um, we'll give you an update on DeMar Hamlin as soon as we know it, too. Thanks so much for taking the time for watching.
Take care. So long, everyone. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.